0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.
1: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which... the wednesday week is sponsored by the riverside cafe the perfect place for a pre-match pint it's a And welcome to the Wednesday Week, the original Sheffield Wednesday podcast. I'm James, and um, well, we have an unchanged lineup on the Wednesday Week this week. So, Dickie is here. Hello there. And Vic is here. Hiya. Now, let's get straight down to business, because um, there's been a bit of negativity about over the course of the last week. And I'm not saying that you Just two have particularly... Week particularly being at the centre of it, but this is your opportunity to have your winch fest and get it out of the way. So who wants to go first? How long got? At left earlier here, so yeah. vi- right. can go first. Right. Rich, you've got, um, yeah. I'm going to give you two and a half minutes, go. Yeah, I can talk about the first half, the
2: rest of the game, I can't. I left on, I think I walked downstairs on 35 minutes when the second goal went in and then saw the... Hang on, hang on, I don't finish yet. Yeah. So we're on the TVs were are tired to get off and then the third goal, and I went, I went, that was it. So I actually left for the first time ever before halftime. That was my. I was so disgraced by the whole thing. I just thought we were awful on Saturday. Um, Butterfield, okay, Fox, to right. and okay. Come to mind. Qu-
1: quantify it. When you say disgraced by the whole thing, what what do you mean? Because I just let's, t- we've got to be fair here. Go First goal, hmm. stupid mistake, right? Communication breakdown and the whole thing was just, it was just a messy, stupid goal. First goal yeah. we've conceded in the league under Yoss, So we can't yeah. kind of say, oh, you know, it's same old story because, you know, we, we've been defending well. Second goal, another silly mistake. In the meantime, we have a player sent off who even the league now acknowledged was an unfair sending off. So when you say it was a disgrace, I think you've got to quantify it. I have, I have, and I'm going to. I just thought there were, there were enough players, just, yeah,
2: a lot of things went against us, I think, but there was just, there was no. I can't think of one player that was actually got some fire in the belly. Even the saviour of Sheffield Wednesday was back to his usual self. There was no fire in there whatsoever. I got my fire in my belly and I got to the point where I just didn't give a damn. So I went to the pub and got leathered. Um, and that was much more fed, I'm sure, than the second half was. But uh, Butterfield's pass, I- I'll give Wildsmith his mistake. That's fine. We, you know, people, goalkeepers do that occasionally. But just for Butterfield to put that pass across the front of the box, what the hell was he doing? Why would you do that? It's just. Yeah, just it's, it's, get hard, it it's hard to argue but, with you
1: on that. But I, Butterfield had
2: like a Yeah, he did. And I just. There's too many players on Saturday just didn't. We looked an awful, awful side. We didn't look a good side. We did not look a side that that could even challenge
1: mid table, let alone a top six. Vic, what was uh, what was your take on on things?
3: Well I think I think Rich, I think as, as negative as that was, I think your ending sentence there was far too positive. I don't think we're ever gonna challenge a top six this season, are we? I don't think I think no. anything above the bottom six is probably a bonus at the moment. Um for me, it was, as you said, it was awful. Um, there were, there was nobody that stood out. I mean, Adam Reach ran ragged, but looked knackered. Um, but that's probably because he has literally ran ragged for the last few weeks and chased up everyone else's mistake. How on earth, and I tweeted this, and it got a little bit crazy to the point that I was just getting retweets at three or four in the morning. How on earth are we in 2018, my friends? And someone like Donald Trump is the president and Jacob Butterfield is a professional footballer. I just cannot, <laughs> I cannot fathom that whatsoever. That is just, uh, he's, I mean, I can't, I'll, I'll try and be a bit positive here and say, all but one game for us, he's had dreadful, dreadful games. But I can't even think of that one game. I, I can't, I'm trying to it be. Was,
1: try um, to... It was Villa away. He was good at Villa away.
3: Yeah, all right. But so let, really me spin, let me spin ever.
2: it a bit and, and try and be positive. Is there, is there another option at the minute?
3: Butterfield well yeah do you know what Hmm. given that game I would have played Dave Jones and I hate Dave Jones you know I hate Dave Jones but I Butterfield for me you may as well my nan Frida France right lives at Shire Green she's 86 this year she would do a better job than Jacob Butterfield and you could probably (laughs) get her her pension's probably 40 odd quid a week you could get her for 50 Right, if you're listening, get her in. Because it was an absolute disgrace. From front to back, there was nobody that game that stood out. Um, I thought, as you said, Rich, New Hugh was appalling. I thought he looked like he got two wooden legs. I think Zhao might as well have not been there. Um, Matthias, yeah, all right. I've
1: got to disagree with that. I thought Zhao was the one... Player that actually looked like he gave a bit of a damn and was trying to do something. Yeah, but
3: James, then you're talking like you're you're talking a peanut in a bowl of cashew nuts, aren't you? It's just like it's not. I
1: mean, we can just sit here and go it was all dreadful or terrible, or we can try and take something from it and shower. I'm not taking out from
3: it. I'm taking a three-one loss down to nine men. Uh, Whatever. Um, okay. <laughs> but, but, but I've got to bring it back to Matthias like I know the red card has been rescinded and I get that and yes it wasn't a sending off it was probably a booking for both players in fairness it probably was um, because neither player should, uh, should react like that James it was right in front of you and that's what I said at the yep. match I was like it was right in front of you however his attitude throughout that game towards those officials was disgusting and he was going to get himself sent off there was no question whatsoever. There was a point when we were waiting to take a free kick and he wouldn't put the ball down just to be an arsehole. Like, and we were 2-0 down by that point. right? If you're 2-0 up, by all means, waste time, piss about. We weren't. We were 2-0 down at home to a very, very poor side. And he was doing that. And I think, do you know what? If I'd have been a referee, I'd have had to look out for him as well. And that's what happened. He had. He, sh- he only had himself to blame for that. Whether or not it was a sending off or not, his attitude was disgusting. I think
2: I think you always try and look I I am one of these uh, half full and I always try and look for the positives. Maybe this I don't know where they were in the second half, I wasn't there, but the first half I didn't see any positives. There were, I saw well, nothing. Th- New, the boss got are... back to this, jumping for a header by just leaving his feet on the ground, which is just New boom,
3: Hugh boom, is a man miracle, right? He's six foot seven but when he jumped on Saturday, it was three foot two. I do yep. not know how that is physically possible. It's going back yep. to the days of Enoch Shawumny and not in a good way for me. <laughs> right. if, it, if it was back to the days of Enoch Shawumny and I was going out with Attinue I'd be very, very happy right now. But I'm not. So it was just dreadful. Everyone was dreadful. Um I think, and I also, I've got to mention the poodle thing. That first booking was stupid, absolutely stupid. And it was like we'd gone back to the Carlos days of discipline, i.e. none. It was just, the whole thing was just ridiculous.
1: All right, I'll give you the positives now. It was one game and everything went wrong and it was a blip and we write it off. That's your positive. Yeah, we move on. You know, I, it was. I'm not, I'm not it, about it, to tip the season ticket away. Completely going. out of character yeah, with same. how we played under the new manager, um, and actually, it all did start with one, you know, really bad bit of defending where you know communication breakdown. Don't know whose fault it was. Don't care whose fault it was. Um, I think you know two players that made really bad mistakes were both clearly very upset with themselves upset that they'd let the fans down at the end of the game apparently um valencia was 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 over apologizing to to fans um at the bottom of the cop uh, because he felt so bad about it uh, we know that Wal Smith will feel flipping terrible about his mistake um and we have to just write it off and forget all about it and we were always there was always going to be a point whereby you know the the kind of the the, the the run that we were on under Jos, which granted we'd not scored, but in terms of not conceding a goal, that was it was always going to come to an end and it came to an end in fairly spectacular fashion and it all Don't kind of felt think a that's bit depressing, so we James. Like, We we're we write it off and, and we 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 get on with stuff now, and and we've got it out of our system. And it was one of those games. If if that's going to be everything that goes wrong for us, all our bad luck for the rest of the season rolled into one match, then I'm happy losing three one at home I'm, to Birmingham. I'm not sure it is really. it is. it's not though, is it, <laughs> James? No.
3: The thing is, babe, like it's not you, if you're are, gonna just, just you are take that, a super take that super positive view. person, and I will give you that. And that is why I have people like you in my life and around me, and you make me feel better every day. However, right, you cannot put a spin on that and say. It's put an end to a run, a run that we haven't scored. We've scored one league goal, and it was in a three-one <laughs> loss at home with nine men. That is—that's not a my, run. But my point right. is that that's the, as the, much as a run as I could you have do to now around Hillsborough Park. That is as much as a run as I could do now. It's not a run, is it? And I think, like, well, it is, isn't it? It's a run of not I conceding hundredth- a goal. It
1: yeah. is. I, it I, you is might correct. you might think that's unimportant, but it is a run of not conceding a goal. If you go it two is. games without conceding a goal, it is a run of two games without conceding a goal. Yeah. What I'm saying it is 100 percent accurate <laughs> that we went on a run it of is. not conceding a goal, and well, that run came yeah, to I an, an so end. If you can tell me what I'm, te- what I'm what I'm saying now that is not factually accurate, then I'll withdraw yeah. my statement. But what I'm saying is correct. Different to talking about than talking about beer, I really tell you. This is <laughs> the right by the way, by the way, just for the record, I'm drinking uh, let me have a look, it's uh, 8.6%, 8. 8.2% 8. beer because I knew I'd need something that strong to get me through this podcast <laughs> with YouTube. I'm in a bloody whinge fest, and I'm right, to now, I'm, I'm drinking red wine, mate.
3: Right, you're saying it's a run, right? It's a run. I missed the tram for two days in a row, but I caught I caught the next one. Does that make a a run? No, it's not. It's a (laughs) run of two
1: days where you didn't catch the tram. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's. Do you
1: understand what the word means, Vic?
3: Well, yeah. You I mean, anything anything part. more than have, one
1: becomes I'd have a run. Two
3: black eyes, I'd have a bruised chin, I'd have a broken nose. It would not go well. If it I would I went work for, for me. <laughs> can
1: I
2: just
3: can I just point out one other, and it's again being negative, but one other thing that I noticed against Birmingham, and I don't know if this was me judging this too much. Right. So there was there was a point in the game that I do, and I don't know the outcome of this, but it looked like. Butterfield had very very seriously injured one of their players in what let's be honest probably wasn't a bad foul I've not watched obviously obviously not watched that game back by any means Um, although I did tell Al because he missed it that it was like comedy and he maybe should I haven't watched it back but for me I think sometimes when when a player causes an injury to another player they seem quite remorseful and they will make a point, especially when the stretcher comes on the pitch, they will make a point of going over. And Butterfield did not go over until Leuvens told him to. And I think that, for me, said a lot about that game on Saturday and a lot about him as a person and as a player. And I just, I just want to put it out there. I don't know if anyone else saw it. I don't know what it looked like on telly. But for mm. me, that was disgraceful. That must
2: have been about the time I left, I think.
3: I don't
1: don't remember that but I think to be honest we've got bigger things to worry about by that point
3: yeah yeah but I just think Um, as a professional footballer I think that's quite a big deal Um, but yeah I left when Poodle got sent off to be fair
1: Let's let's talk about. Um, I mean, the poodle sending off, I think, was probably fair enough, and and you, I think you're quite right. The first one was was a bit daft for both. It was two players, didn't they? they got booked. Silly thing. Um, the Matthias one, Vic, you, you're correct in terms of the fact that it was it was pretty much bang sort of in front of where where I am, and at the time, I remember when the referee kind of blew and and, and kind of came back as if, you know, he was going to follow up. I was like, what on earth? It was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. It was, I, at, at best, it was like crossed words. And I was amazed that the referee wanted to even speak to them. It wasn't even a booking I, I for either player. It was just, you, it was you saw, stupid.
2: I don't know whether you saw what the referee signalled but I was watching it downstairs on the TVs and he, he signalled like... You know, like <laughs> oh, no. I do that's how bad it beer. was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beer and uh, TVs. And it, he signalled like he'd elbowed him. That's what I thought he signalled two or three times. And I don't know whether you, anyone else saw that, but I
1: thought yeah. he signalled well, that. We like, only well, get, where's the elbow? We only get one TV angle, don't we? That's part of the problem. And, and yeah. from the TV angle, you can't you can't tell. No, Someone VAR said they, look, it, looks, it looks like he's punched him. Um, but I think... You know, it, it from what I could see, which is the kind of the opposite angle to what the TV camera was looking at it. Um, I didn't see anything, you can't see anything on the TV footage, it just looks like a very silly sort of thing where two players square up to each other. Um, and actually, what you need to do is just tell them both to like grow the f up, you know, that's what it comes yeah. down to. It was just silly, so I'm, I'm not surprised it's been rescinded I don't think um it was particularly a game changer I mean I think I think that game was gonna slip away from us whatever it although it, it, certainly, what it certainly it certainly um put pay to any chance of any any kind of comeback you know it was if we'd have got a goal before half time who knows what would have happened in in that game but you know it wasn't to be I think I, I have watched the highlights back because I wanted to see the mistakes <laughs> um to see whether or not there were anything to worry about or whether they were just stupid mistakes, and they were just stupid mistakes, and I'm not gonna pay any more attention to them because I don't think it's worthwhile. Um I think there were a few things that Jao did that looked really good, and I think he took his goal really well and kind of carved that out himself. And it, he he him and Reach and possibly at times Palmer were the three players that looked like they were gonna create something. Um and we looked like they now to be there, just, there as well, you know forget about it we have to just put it to bed and let's put it in a box stick it under the bed and pretend that it never happened I and... agree I'm,
2: I'm, I'm happy to move on with it and let's let's just see what are we do against Swansea although we got a game before that yeah, okay. I mean I don't, we've, I we've don't want to harp on about it, it but yeah. we've
3: um you know we come back to this a lot but we are still playing pretty much a second stream side aren't we um and I do think I think Matthias is the poor man's Fessy in that in the attitude that he showed. I think Fessy has that attitude, but wouldn't do that. Well, even if he did do it 2-0 down, he'd give something back to show for it. And I think there's a lot of players on that pitch on Saturday that we've got better. We're just waiting on those better people to come back. And I think, yeah, we can't be too negative about it. It's, it, it happened. It was crap. I managed to get into Asda own home before full time. So I was quite happy.
1: Um, I, I do think you're right, by the way, in terms of the fact that um, I think Matthias is, he has the aggression of a footballer that's a lot better than he is. Um, yeah. And I do, you know, at the time having seen it and thought, I'd, I, I couldn't see anything in it. But at the time you assume, well, if the referee sent him off, then he must have done something that I've not seen. I remember thinking, it was oh, the, ball the, the last time that, that I saw Matthias help. play in the league, he got sent off. That's yeah, two times yeah, the rule. I've watched yeah. this player, and he's been sent off. And I remember yeah. after he got sent off against Fulham, last game of the regular season last season, I remember saying them, "This guy's a disgrace, and he shouldn't he shouldn't play yeah. for us anymore." You know, he's he's it's the last game of the season, did, we? and yeah. we we're, we're about to go into the playoffs. <laughs> And he, he had a chance to shine and stake mm. his claim for uh, uh, you know a place at least on the bench in those playoff games. And actually, what he did, is ruled himself out of them completely. What an I think I think we idiot. all had a
3: gripe with him, didn't we? After that bit, I think if we listen back, I think we're all really not. It's like when your mum says, "I'm not angry, I'm disappointed." I think we're all very very disappointed in him for how he reacted then. But like <laughs> I said, like that game on Saturday it wasn't just the sending off that now wasn't sending off. There were moments throughout that game that he just had an attitude and he just, he mouthed off it. Like, at the end of the day, a referee is going to get wound up by certain players. And if someone keeps mouthing off at him or refusing to put the ball down for a free kick and whatever, your card is marked. He's going to, like, he's going to look out for everything you do. It's like if you're the naughty kid in class. And that's all he was doing. All game was just winding people up. And like you said, he's not, he's not, good enough to do that like he's not so he needs to just get on with his job which is to play football and to kick that ball towards that net that's all he's going to do instead of having this arrogance about him that's still not proven
1: okay and we all agreed at this point we put Birmingham to bed yeah, you know, both to be fair, yes. both home and away. You know, we've we've not had a good after a few seasons of probably doing alright against Birmingham. I think they've not won at Hillsborough for like 12 years or whatever. They've done the double overs. They were both awful games. Let's put it to bed. Let's move on. And let's talk about something really positive such as the club oh, survey God. email oh, that's, no. uh, that's been sent out. Now, it's not gone to everyone, has it? I've I've got one, Vic, you got one?
3: I got one, but it went to my spam like every email from Sheffield Wednesday does. Even though I keep telling my emails that it's not spam, so I don't know what they put in there. But every week it goes to spam. But yeah, I got it.
1: Rich, did you get one?
2: I'm pretty sure I did, but I, I deleted it. <laughs> I'm, got, I'm going to check through my emails now, just while we while we speak. But I'm pretty sure anything that comes from Wednesday, I, I, it's really bad. I just delete. I don't read it. Let's look at the website. That means probably. you
3: don't get to see what beauties are on offer in the club shop.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, do you wonder why I don't read it? Well, you've you've <laughs> you've, you've always got Vic who will give you an update on what's on offer in the um in the club. Exactly. Shop. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, I got it and I did click on it, and it asked for my name, which I just put in my my first name to start with, and then the next page was asking for my supporter number. And at this point, I thought, hmm, I need to spend a bit more time on this because I was just going to do it in a bit of a. I, I thought it'd just be like a two minute job and I thought if you've got to put your actual like ID number next to it, then I wanna be absolutely sure what I'm putting on it. Um so I'll be honest, I haven't I haven't done it because I've I've obviously heard through kind of Twitter and different forums and stuff the questions that it's asking and I'm like, um I, I I'm a bit dunno, um perturbed is is probably the the yeah, right word i don't i don't quite know exactly how i feel about it because i think that there there's some quite you know difficult questions for a fan to have the responsibility to have to kind of answer in there, and after the whole season ticket thing, and I'm not in any way accusing the club here, I've just got this worry of kind of like depending what box you tick for certain questions, do you get a knock on the door from someone saying, we have your season ticket back, please? We don't want you anymore.' And I'm not suggesting at all that would happen. Have to think like that, but, should you um, yeah, I just think, yeah, if you're going to do that, w- w- it w- would it not have be- made more sense to do it anonymously? And, uh, d- can you can you see it it why would. there's a reason why you'd have to put your you know your your your, your quite definite details on on there?
3: Yeah, I think I think as you know you've got to look at it from. So I can look at it from the cynical side that I want to, and I probably do view it from, which is like you said, why do I need to put in my ID number? Why do I need to answer questions about a quote previous regime? Which to me just sounds very very sort of career. Um, it was it was very very odd. Um, but I think at one point, like I kind of with the season ticket ID number, that means that instantly they can match your questions and your season ticket ID number and bring up who you actually are. And I remember that because I've got a really good friend of mine who works for Rotherham um, as commercial director. You switch off who owns years at Rotherham now. And they did a survey a couple of years ago and it it got shared on Al's Talk and whatever else. And you you were asked to fill in who you were what what sort of support you were what you did and there must have they must have had thousands of entrants that were over a hundred like cross-dressing men like all this sort of stuff that people filled in just to mess up their survey results whereas actually ours can just be name victoria id number whatever it is and then like a bit of thank you a bit of information so they can they can then pull it through and go, right, okay, so we've got a message from we've got an answer from Victoria here. We know that she is a female aged between twenty eight and thirty-five, or whatever the box is now that I have to freaking tick. Um she is single, she lives in Hillsborough, but they know all that just from your ID number. So uh, as much as I do think eh, and I was a bit cautious about how I answered it, knowing full well that my ID number was linked. I do think maybe it was for more of a strategic move for data collection that they then thought that then they could give you a server that you could answer yeah. quite easily on your mobile and just get it through.
1: Okay, that's just makes that does make sense. That does make sense. I'm probably wrong. Um, and I, I I've can see the, just the, yeah. the reasons for um, for that. So Vic, have you have you completed this? I have. Because the, the kind of the, the big question on there, the, the I mean, the, the, you know, there are a few interesting questions on there, but, but the biggie question is, do you want cheaper ticket prices and no money to be spent on players, or do you want money to be spent on players and have to pay more for prices? Um, uh, I,
3: think, I think the question was something like, "Would you are you happy with the pricing structure as it is, or would you rather go back to the pricing of the, quote, previous regime and therefore be forced to sell our best players, and paraphrasing here, et cetera, et cetera, and... Like, to be fair, they asked me that question at about half past 12 on Saturday morning by half past four on Saturday afternoon. I was like, yeah, not answer. the prices down. Sell all the sods. I don't give a shit. Um, but yeah, it was it was, it was was almost as if he's like, I don't know, I've said before about the rich dad thing and I kind of feel like he's just going, right, okay, so do you want cheaper prices? Fine, I'll take away your toys. Like, it just, it feels just a bit parental and a bit dictator. I don't know, and I don't think, I genuinely don't think it's meant to be like that. I think a lot of this gets lost in translation as well. And I know there are good people working for Chancery at the club, and I know that people are there and trying to do the right thing, but I do think that sometimes things are getting lost a little bit in the way that we would phrase things as a person from Sheffield as opposed to a person from Aberdeen or a person from London or a person from Thailand. I, th-
2: I think I think that's the problem is local knowledge sometimes. Um it's all right going somewhere and and thinking that you, I've run a business I can do this I've you know I've made billions or whatever, but then it, it's a completely different kettle of fish. A football club is a different kettle of fish, and dealing with people from Sheffield is completely different because it's a Sheffield village you're dealing with, and it's that's that's unlike anywhere you'll ever find in the whole wide world of Sheffield village. People know people, and and I'm not sure it's been embraced as much as it should be. Uh, that village because you know there's a lot of good people in Sheffield yeah we we might not all be multi-billionaires that can you know that can buy a football club but there's some people out there that really generally want to spend their money at that football club and can't
3: 100%
1: Do, do you think the idea of doing this the idea of you know putting it to the fans it's almost almost like holding a referendum isn't it um is it is is that a a good thing or you know should 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 the uh the powers that be within the club now just make a call and get on with it it's absolutely
0: I think, I the think... right
1: i think think it's absolutely the right thing to be asked having surveys because any other
2: business that you come across will do this they'll yeah, have staff surveys, surveys,
1: cetera,
2: yeah. staff surveys or, or just cl- client surveys that then show where you need to be improving but i think the members have been chucked on to the football pitch and i think there's more issues down at hillsborough at the minute than just the football
3: i think i think the thing that worries me as well is it's a bit of this like like it was with the season ticket refunds and with the shirt prices and kicking off and everything it's a bit us and them again and it's kind of like what happens if 70 percent of people who are from north sheffield don't earn a massive amount of money or live live to the means and they say, actually, no, no, I can't afford these prices. So therefore, does Mr. Chancery come out at the next match and go, right, 70% of you said you want prices to go down. So Fessy, on your bike. Rhodes, please, on your bike. You know, is, is it going to be like a bit of a sort of like a split? Is he going to say, well, you know, 60% of people said they wanted to lower prices and to sell players, so that's what I'm going to do. Or I, I just can't see what he's going to gain from those results. I get the things, there are questions about stuff in the club shop and saying, you know, what would you rather see in there, etc. which I answered saying I'd rather see more gifts because the number of times I go into the club shop, it is usually for somebody's birthday, an uncle or Alistair or my dad's birthday or something, can't think of an extra bit to get them, I'll pop to the club shop. And it's either at the moment my option is a T-shirt or dart flights and neither of them play darts. Um, so I just said on there, I think, you know, more gift ideas, more sort of things that, you know, you boot three for two type stuff, but Wednesday type stuff. So that I think is a is a very clever question, and to get some ideas in for the new CEO. But I think the ticket pricing thing I just think could I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon.
2: This is obviously come from the new CEO, which which is fine. That this is kind of her just trying to get a feel for what's out there and finding out about this club. She's at and what what really makes it tick, uh, and and again, do, do, do you going to find though? out
1: what makes us tick? Do you think it's come from the new CEO? Because I, I've you know, the first time that I, I like, heard the chairman kind of say, well, we can go back to the, the pricing as it was before, but we'll have to sell everyone and then we'll have I, to play all the youth was, was more than 12 months ago. I think it's like most things there.
2: I think it's probably, it's her idea, but then it's had to go through the Chancery kind of vetting um, before it kind of goes out. Um, okay. I think okay. that's probably, you know. My a my, like customer service, isn't it? We've had the customer thing. We're we charting yeah. already once you call them customers. And I'm kind of all right being a customers cool customer to a certain extent. We are
3: customers. It's if you, like, like I said are. before, like, you know, people are still talking about it in the stands. And like I know you agree, Rich, because we've talked about it. Mm. Um, but the fact is, if we want to complain about ticket prices, if we want to complain about how much it is for a Diet Coke, like I did, if we want to complain about shirts not being available, we're a customer at the end of the day. That's what we are. So I think that, that people still jumping on her for that is so unfair because she's mm. right. And again, it's lost in translation. I, the woman I, in French. I, I, I want to
2: book, like a customer.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent. Get a good show or oh, a bit of entertainment for your money. I don't care if we, you know, if we do lose three-one, like as as bad as it was on Saturday, you can't tell me that that wasn't entertaining from either side. Although it was awful, it was a horrible entertaining. But it it was like watching a horror film. You know, nobody, that, nobody particularly and wants to watch them. That's why we pay to go and watch bit. football. That's
2: the one bit we don't. You're not a customer. Is is watching the football because it becomes different then. It, it's it's unlike any other thing. You'll have a, a product. You'll probably ever buy or purchase. But but when you go down there and you're buying a pie or a pint or, or whatever, I want to be treated like a customer and with with respect as well.
3: But like I said, like if we drew nil nil every week, we'd all get pretty damn bored, wouldn't we? Things like Saturday, you know, they do mix it up a bit and they make you question. you know are we going to finish top six? Are we going to finish bottom six? That that's part and parcel of being a football fan, and we've all signed up to that from the minute we bought our first ever ticket or our parents bought it. We signed up for that. That's fine. You know, we're still a customer, and I think I just yeah that survey was a little bit mm, that that one question just kind of threw me a bit. It was a bit of a rock-and-a-hard-place kind of situation.
1: Whether you're celebrating a birthday, a wedding or anniversary, maybe you've passed your driving test or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catchbar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium to inquire about hiring us for your function call o seven nine eight nine eight five six zero five four or 0114-232-6121. 6121 okay, I think we all knew that this was coming um. Although maybe not quite in the style that it came in, so we have now confirmation that um, our FA Cup fifth round game will be against Swansea. Which you know, we we, we knew this was going to be the case. We, we knew had were confirmation
3: gonna be... the minute they were in the we, bag. We, we, we
1: knew they to be. Nuts... Like, was it odd goal they won by last night? But yeah, something not sure. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, my um, one of one of the managers that I work with at work is a notts County fan and uh, mm-hmm. we were kind of discussing the fact that so he's away he's in germany for the weekend when um, the the fifth round game is taking place so i was like so if you guys win you're going to miss the game i was looking forward to you coming to the pub beforehand and he was like no no swansea will beat us i'm like you never know you've got i think you've got a decent chance there you know they'd do a bit of a slip <laughs> up I, I got that pretty wrong um yeah so swansea i mean they walloped um notts county um 8-1 does Does this make us more worried, or um, do we... The good thing about a cup game is that it doesn't really matter, does it? We can still just enjoy it, can't we?
3: I've tried to be nice about this. I've tried to... You know when you break up with someone and it's not... No-one's cheated, nobody's done anything particularly wrong, but you kind of... You shake hands and you part your ways. Fine, brilliant. But I hate the fact that... And and I'm going to name you, Chris Holt, Domhausen, etc., constantly bring him up on Twitter and it's like it's rubbing it in my face. And then last night we my other half wanted to watch the match and I sat and watched it. It was about four one when we tuned in or four nil or whatever it was. And it was sat there and I was just like, I don't want to watch it. It honestly feels too like it's it was like watching my ex walk down the road with Claudia Schiffer. I was just like, I don't so, I don't need to see this. I just I'm not interested. I'm, I don't need I'm to think about this I'm not getting that Vic it's just Carlos in it.
1: Yeah, it is. I sort agree. I sort of agree. I, I, don't really care. No, I don't. It's
3: his chance now to prove that it wasn't just him. Because look, right, he has left. All right, and I'm still very much of the he came in. He did a good job for two years, like James has said before, and then we gave him a year shouldn't too have been long.
2: Given a third, yeah, yeah. He yeah.
3: shouldn't have been given a third, and we we all agree on that. I think probably bar Lord Hillsborough yeah. or a couple, of, like whoever else. Um, but I think. You know, we gave him that extra year, and what he left us with was a pile of broken footballers on God knows what more than I earned a year per week. He's not his fault, that, it? What, Let's what be fair. Is you, that his fault? What well, about know, the point? Vic,
2: because Vic, you I, I made I think, a really good point in the weekend about Wilfred Bonnie and, and the other guy.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: The injuries have, have started it. at Swansea. It
3: started already. Right. Oh, oh, that's what I Look,
1: let's all right, let's. I think there is a lot of people not being not really, does, really silly about this. Carlos, like see, Carlos was a, was a, a, a you know, a, a manager that took us to Wembley, gave us an amazing season he of did. football. He then gave yes, us a second absolutely. season that wasn't as amazing, but you know was was still quite close to being pretty good, and um, then gave us a third season which has been you know fairly disastrous. Um, I don't think that makes him a bad manager at all i think he's got no. a certain no. style and that style is clearly very relaxed when it comes to the way things are done on the training ground and that means there is a shelf life right and i said to um i said to my mate the other night when we were watching the swansea game i said he will not be swansea manager in 12 months because no, the right. way no, that he does right. things no. it, it has a shelf life the players mm-hmm. will um grow very um kind of accustomed to it, they'll start taking advantage of it quite quickly. At the moment it's working for them. It won't work, you know, long term. And Swansea are almost in that position that Sunderland were in a few years ago, whereby what yeah. they'll actually do is they'll they'll change manager halfway through the season, they'll escape relegation by the skin of their teeth. And then 12 months later, they'll be in exactly the same situation and have to do the same thing again. And they're already in that sort of pattern of just keep changing manager, you get that short-term boost and it does all right for them. And that's where they are right now. And they're getting that short-term boost from from Carlos. And the fact that what he's doing is being you know best mates to the players, putting his arm around them and doing what he does, which he did for us. Um, which worked, you know. We went from being a very average championship team to getting into the playoff final and getting very close to being yeah. promoted to the Premier League in in a, a short period of time. And then it started to fade, and then it faded, you know, more dramatically after after that. But I don't think we need to hold anything against him. And I think that some of the stuff that people have said about him, him has been absolutely disgraceful. And some people need to really look at themselves. Uh, some of the stuff that's been said about Carlos over the last few weeks has been vile. Firstly, he's not our manager anymore. Let's not talk about him. Who cares? Exactly. He's coming back to Hillsborough. Mm. all right? And and it, it can be what, whatever reaction he gets, it'll be an indifferent reaction for me because I'm not really that fussed either way. But as soon as that game kicks off, all I'm bothered about is the Sheffield Wednesday team that plays beating the Swansea team that plays. Who's on the touchline? Couldn't give uh, a, a toss. But seriously, some of the stuff that's been said is just absolutely, just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I completely agree with you, James. It's think, irrelevant.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. and sometimes I think we get too hung up on managers. Like, I know, like I'm saying, you know, last night I didn't want to watch anymore. I was just like, do you know what? If you can't do this for us, I don't want to watch it. I've, I've had enough. And I kind of just stomped off to bed, read a bit of a book and went to sleep. Your friend, James, Millie Johnson. reading Millie Johnson. Um, and then I, I I kind of, I think about more and I think, you know when we played Cardiff and it was Warnock and that Warnock had done all this big build-up and there were a few chants about Warnock's and wanker and all that but actually I wasn't I wasn't that interested in him being there I, I I didn't particularly notice him being there like there was the odd little bit that he did or he threw his arms up and I thought and it, for me it's more of an it's endearing to me with Neil Warnock I, I kind of I appreciate the man I think he's a, a legend of football um but I kind of I I didn't think of him being there for the full 90 minutes. And that's how I bought my ticket for the Swansea game before I knew who it was, obviously, but we all knew who it was. Um, And I'm kind of just, I'm just going to go there and think, do you know what, if we lose, we lose. If we win, we win. I'm not going to Swansea, so I I, I don't care. Um, But the minute that was drawn and it was Sheffield Wednesday at home, I was like, well, there we go. Might as well turn it off now. We all know who we've got. (laughs) If it had been someone at home and then us drawn away... It wouldn't have been like there's just nowhere on earth it would. It was the minute they said Sheffield Wednesday versus. I was like, well, there we go. That's that's it, innit? That's that's the
2: one. I'd be happy to go back to Swan to go to Swansea, to be honest. But that's personal. That's personal reason. Why why would I want to go to Swansea, though? (laughs) Think about it. Think about where my father was born. All right, David. He's a Welshman, exactly. I'm not though. I'm
1: English. I guess you don't. You don't sound and can't be particularly. Asked to <laughs> no, 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 no. no Sheffield-born and bred, English. So if, if if there was Art. a replay, you'd go to the game in Swansea. Is that what you're saying? Yes.
3: Would you? Absolutely. Ex- no,
1: I would. would Absolutely. what was the uh, what was the last away game that you went to?
2: I know I've not been, but I've got. Why wouldn't? Where would I not want to go and? Just personal reasons. You know, I've just told you them. You know, okay. my, my dad's born there. My, my granddad was born there. In Russia, alright. My dad in, was born in, in Sheffield. Swansea. I'm not gonna
3: go to Brommel Lane anytime soon.
2: That's a bit different, isn't it? There's our no one football club in Swansea. Yep, I go, and yeah, you're right, I haven't been to a for ages,
1: but there I would go. Okay. So, um let's let's hope then we'll take a draw and then we'll have a Wednesday week out to Swansea. Yeah, if you
2: can be yeah, to come I'm, with me. I'm with.
3: not bloody going. It's too far. Ah, it's you will do. I oh, won't yeah.
2: asking you
1: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's put, let's put some actual genuine positivity into this because there's been a lot to um, there's been a lot to moan about over the last seven days. So let's talk about the let's talk about the youth. Let's talk about the academy teams because youth. <laughs> youth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. both the under 23s and the under 19s 18s. No, under eighteen uh, uh, Sorry under 18 um, and I think the 16s as well have have yes Remember. I think three academy teams have won their respective Sheffield derbies over the course of the last week or so that's right um, and yeah, they've beaten the pigs yeah which I mean, is they're, 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 you know I mean we're clutching at straws a little bit in terms of something yes, to celebrate but we will take Yeah, say
3: we. I mean come on we've got new mugs in club shop I'm not celebrating that either Bloody have God. we really
1: what they look like they've got a back of them Oh, are, they, um, are they are commemorative mugs for our Derby? Um, A triple
3: Derby win. <laughs> triple derby. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, it's something United would do. What memorable month of, it uh, of February. It out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind
2: of thing United are put on their, their honours board, isn't it?
1: So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it 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 bodes well for the for the future of um, of Sheffield football. I think. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it yeah, it, got, yeah, it, we've we've been behind United for a few years, I think, on the, the youth level, haven't we? And it's nice to kind of see that we're it seems to be turning around. There's a few players that we've seen recently in the first team, Thornley and uh, Claire and whoever else. Um, it's good to see them start come through. So you know, if we can start turning the screw within the city, um, but I still think there's miles to go with recruitment within the city. But that, that's a whole different podcast.
3: Yeah, but the thing is, it's like. <sighs> I, I, I'm very cynical about this sort of stuff, obviously, um, because like I've been there and I've lived through sort of the academy and how it, it picks people up and it drops people down. And I remember at the time that, you know, my, my first boyfriend was in the academy when we were teenagers, like really, really young teenagers, and every year he beat United. And he, I remember one year he scored against United at Hillsborough for the reserves and we were all buzzing about it. And we still went to shit. Like, it's not it's it's nice to be positive and I would love to think that even one of the lads from that team will come through but there needs to be youth football just gets me anyway I think there needs to be a lot more provisions in place for lads that are dropped at the end of a season um, but I just think we're putting again too much pressure like look at the Mr H scenario that we don't say his name anymore you know we put a lot of pressure on these young lads who were one trying to, trying to make it as a footballer and trying to prove themselves but two also trying to complete the GCSEs and the Ray levels and you know we need to we need to step it back a bit and go like yeah great well done well done on your win but let's not start going that's exactly what was
1: just done isn't it
3: yeah but they're not the next people to be in the side you know like Thornley and Claire yeah have come through and well Claire's gone to is it Gillingham again now but I just, I think sometimes a lot of fans will look at that team now and go, "Well, they've beaten United three times in a row. Everyone, let's let's start them next week." Like, no, no, let's not put too much no, pressure quite, on the young
2: lads. Nice to see the youth teams doing well. But it's it on been,
3: all the forums yeah. and stuff, on all that, the Facebook it? that's, groups. That's, it's that's saying, true. "Let's start that's the youth."
2: Oh and it's, well, it's, it's just, no. some, just some, there's some
1: pricks out there, aren't there? Let's be honest. Um, I'm probably going to get a lot of grief for that, but there we go. There is. I, th- I, th- I think somehow we managed to turn that positive into a negative there good work
2: yeah well we done. did actually we sorry
3: did, yeah. I'm so mi- I am so. need a drink uh, so
1: yeah alright let's crack on let's talk about uh, <laughs> Barnsley because I'm sure this is going to be really positive oh um, Barnsley oh bloody poor Lacky, but, oh my god <laughs> so um, Barnsley on on Saturday it's one of those games it's always one to kind of look for in the uh, in the fixture calendar because it's always moved to a bloody lunchtime kickoff so it's always great fun um, get it well for me who has to have a few beers before a game it's always quite good fun getting there um, you don't do you so uh, particularly for Barnsley it is my hometown Barnsley they say don't you so, lie
3: hi six James it's your it's, weekend
1: uh, um, so yeah it's probably I a game like that it. I know for most Wednesday fans are always like oh it's a derby to them but we don't care you know, for me coming from Barnsley, yeah, it's a big game for me, and I, I always want us to win it. You know, I, I like getting one up Just a small on small um,
2: Sheffield, really, isn't it? That's on what it
1: is. Uh, yeah, on on the town where I was born and, and grew. Up. <laughs> um, so right, okay. I mean, you know, whatever we think about it, they've had a change of manager this week. Well, they haven't had a change of manager. They their managers left, and they don't have a replacement manager. And um, you know, it sounds like it's, it's kind of a club in a little bit of disarray at the moment. Is Ooh. this? Is this going to play into our hands or could this actually work against us? I'd, I'd be disappointed if we went
2: there and didn't come back with three points. I, Would, I, you before. Before Would you have said that before? Would you have said that before? Yeah. I said that before the Birmingham game and I was wrong, but I'd still be disappointed if we're going to About the Birmingham yeah. game
1: yeah. or about the Barnes again. Yeah. Um, right. So, bearing yeah, no, in mind just what's happened you this up, week. Well, do shut you think? up, Gil. <laughs>
2: um, I think we should be going there and coming over with three points. Simples. Um, Regardless of whether they've had a change of manager or whatever, I think they are in a bit of disarray, and I think that is going to play into our hands to answer your question.
1: Yes. Okay, how how should we approach this game? Now, we've got... um, Obviously, Daniel Poodle is suspended. So, in terms of actual recognised first-team centre-halves... We've got Glenn Luvens.
3: Oh, Leuvens. God, is he suspended straight away?
1: Yes. Yeah, Luven's.
3: Oh, Christ.
1: And yeah, let's remember, you know, Luven's Lu- got substituted. I don't know if either of you noticed this. When Luven's got substituted on Saturday, went he went down straight tunnel. down the tunnel. Mm. Um, so that either means that there's something not quite right or he's carrying an injury, mm. which is why he came off. Now, it looked like it could have been a tactical change to get us back into the game by I it was moving tactical. to a 4 4 2. But it's unusual for a player to go straight down the tunnel in that. Uh, in that not situation. just a player, especially a captain. captain. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
1: Um, it, was, so, it was. I mean, actually, I'm not. I'm not saying that to try and get any kind of rumour or anything going. I'm just paying attention to the fact that you know clearly something with Leuven's isn't quite right at the moment, and we've probably known this for a little while. Um, but he, I mean, he has to start on Saturday. There's there's, there's not know, really any doubt about that.
3: I think Does he's he? one of, the, I mean, oh, he's one of those if I was the centre forward. I'd, be, I'd be taping up my legs right now ready for
2: he's, he's one of those that's not performing at the minute I'll be honest he, he really, he's really not doing it for me um, but we haven't got many options with 2-3 where the I mean, centre arms have got bloody out at the minute um, and somebody put a, a team sheet out the other day of who they'd like to see and, and one of them that was mentioned was when everybody's fit again Hutchinson at the back you know which would probably work in the formation we're playing now but, um we've got to play with what we're will right he ever on.
3: be fit again oh, <laughs> i just yeah. I honestly sometimes when people share things like that and I go really is it will that happen in my lifetime I, yeah. I just don't know I don't know right now I don't oh it's just a bit of a ball ache isn't it it's just one of those games that could be to quote james a complete banana skin or it could it could go in our favor the fact that you know hecking bottom just absolutely shafted them by the sounds of it this week um you know it's the club is as we've said in complete disarray um and it i don't think anybody from from what we've heard from other sides of things i don't think anyone at the club was expecting that at all Um i think as fans and as people we probably were thinking about how we would want to be treated by our employers for so long um but i think it has come as a big shock to barnsley um and i think i think it might throw them and i think if it if it's a win, brilliant. If not, I, I I'm a Mahendu. Do. I don't, I don't care. I'll see you later, lads. It, I'm not bothered.
1: Well, obviously, we've got another game as well in the next week. So the game that was supposed to be on FA Cup weekend that's been moved forward. So Tuesday night um, is Derby, who are um, obviously, you know, there or thereabouts in terms of being one of the form teams in the division right now. Um, it wouldn't have been a great time to play them next Saturday so a week on Saturday um, as it turns out we're playing them a little bit sooner than um, than that uh, anyway we're playing them on, on Tuesday night um, you're probably not the two best people to ask this question to but do you think we'll get anything out of that game? No
3: I've got right face on about that game right I'm not
1: being oh, funny but... have you? No It's a Valentine's yes, comment coming I wouldn't have seen that coming Vic to be no honest no I wouldn't have seen comment.
3: that coming I would rather spend my Valentine's Day with Sheffield Wednesday above any man. Trust me, even as it is right now. Um, oh, but all woman, whoever. Um, but I just, I, I pay for a season ticket, right, every year. And how many three o'clock Saturday kickoffs have we had this season? It's got to be few and far between, hasn't it? And and I, I booked. <laughs> I'm going to the theatre on that evening, and all of a sudden. The game is moved, and me and my mum have got tickets to the theater, and therefore we've lost out on probably what sixty odd quids worth of tickets that we'd already prepaid for we're already going to that but there's no option to kind of you know we'll we'll give them to my uncles that's fine, you know they do a lot for me, we give them our tickets never we're, were away, but it just really annoys me that it's just all of a sudden they just move shit and there's just been so much move this season. I don't think I've ever seen a season like it with t- games on TV where we're bound to get hammered or whatever else. That Mother Halfway shifts, as you both know, and he's missed quite a few games now that should have been Saturday or Sunday, and they've been moved to a Tuesday or a Wednesday, or you know. And it, it's getting to the point now that it's just it's starting to get really annoying because we're not that good. I don't get it. We're not that good. Well, we're not good, are
1: we? I, 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 we're not I good. Come go on, let's be fair. There's not a, we couldn't have played that game on Saturday because we're playing Swansea yeah, three hours before. Couldn't.
3: But there They are, had there to is,
1: move it somewhere.
3: It's not the first game this season that I've missed or my mum's missed or my dad's missed for hospital appointments that is made, planned around the season. And they booked holidays. Because like, if I book a holiday, I don't give a toss if I miss a match. I'm not that bothered, like whatever. Um, I'm going to Spain or whatever, but they've, they've booked holidays and stuff, and then they've just moved games in between because Sky are dictating it or whoever, BT Sport or whatever. I just think it's getting to the point now that if we could count up the amount of Saturday 3 o'clocks this season, I think you'd be quite surprised at how low that number is and yeah. how exciting, like, you know, it gets okay. to Saturday. Like, last weekend, I was quite excited for a Saturday 3 o'clock kickoff to see you all in the pub at 1 o'clock. Although no one turned up to half one.
1: All right, spoiler alert, if we ever get promoted to the Premier League, get used to this. Exactly. Because oh, yeah, the what season what that we've had in terms is, uh, of games that have been I'll moved take that. I'll take is that to perfectly the League, normal stands, in, in terms of top flight, or even, to be fair, nowadays, Championship football. It's quite normal. Yeah, but
3: as it stands, we're a very, very mediocre team floating around the bottom of the Championship. All we get put on telly for is to get battered. That's literally why people yeah. buy our games to, on foot on telly. Do I, do I conclude is,
1: from this thing that you don't think we're going to beat Derby? Because that was the question ten
3: minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't care. I won't be there. I'll be at Fat yeah. Friends.
1: To be honest,
3: if,
2: if, if depending how we do against Barnsley, depends whether I end up at Sandygate or Hillsborough on uh, that evening. But I'm sure I'll be at Hillsborough. I'm sure I'll be there. Um, I don't think we'll beat them. No.
1: Kind of game whereby a, there's no a, chance. A, point, there? a point's not a bad a bad result. Point will be good. Call yeah, yeah. We'll take a we take a nil nil.
3: A point's a good result against a lot of teams at the moment, though. That's the problem. That is that it's not the problem. I think we've all kind of like resigned ourselves to it, but. I can't get excited about stuff anymore. Like, I want to go. Like I said, I got excited on Saturday because it was, woo three o'clock kick-off, see the lads before the game, Going to the game, meet after the game. As it stood everyone left at, God knows, whatever. I was so still in the pub it. after the game. Yeah, you were. You, you were ratted. I'd already I gone to the straight on home. Yes. But I just, I, I missed that. I was that out till five I mean, in the morning.
1: Yeah, you know, I, th- I, I, uh, I, had a, I had a great time. I had a whale of a time after that game. What, what
0: time did you remember till, James?
1: Yeah. What, sorry? What time did you remember Till? Uh, nine p.m. ish. <laughs> yeah. was, my my <laughs> last memory was being in the Washington pub, and then I only know that I got a taxi home at five only a.m. because year. I have um, an Uber receipt that was emailed to me <laughs> that I got a taxi home at five in the morning. I yeah yeah for a thirty six year old that's I, not I bad play. going yeah yeah
3: go James I just I miss I just miss for me football is about three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon that is that's my time yeah. that's All right
1: but if you want that Vic yeah forget top. Top two, maybe even three flights of football. Now it doesn't. You're not going to get that. Forget it.
2: Yeah, I can sort your team. Sandgate. You awesome. Yeah, probably, yeah, I
3: lost one of them. I'll yeah, probably be treated like a better customer, and I'll enjoy a bit of football. Mm,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 Will you send me any <laughs> produce?
1: One of those two, you got right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right then, Vic. You have um, you have your bit for this 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 evening.
3: Um, Derby County have tweeted tonight, they've got a campaign going at the moment, which is hashtag my Rams hero. Um, and they are looking out for heroes who are fans, who have done something different with their lives or who are having, you know, they, they want to meet their favorite players and you basically nominate fans to win a season ticket for the following season. Um, and one of the videos at the moment is ex Wednesday player, Scott Carson, um, where his he chooses a little lad called Macaulay Jakes as his um, Rams hero. And Macaulay is thrilled to meet him. It's a really, really nice video. Um, and I think it, it kind of brings the football family together. You know, um, it's, a, it's a really, really cute video. Uh, Scott Carson comes across really well in it. You can see the passion in his eyes. And it's about, you know, Macaulay getting his free season ticket given to him by the club, but also about becoming a mascot as well. And it's just... it. As much as I know we're playing Derby soon and whatever else, I think as a football fan, it kind of, it just makes, it's quite a nice thing to watch. So I've retweeted it tonight. So have a look.
1: Yeah, that's um, a, a, just a, a dead nice thing for any football club to um, to be involved in and um, well, worth, um, well worth a look. So Vic, if anyone does want to find that, as you mentioned, you've retweeted it. Um, uh, wh- whereabouts could people track you down on the Twitterage?
3: Uh, you can find me at Victoria1867 on Twitter.
1: Um, Rich, what what are your
2: social details? My social details are at Dickiel, uh, where you'll find me talking mainly about beer at the minute, to be honest, which is a little bit weird for me, because I don't just, just drink it usually, not talk about it, but I'm also talking about it now. So beer and, uh, and then the odd
1: Wednesday rant. Very good. You can uh, track down me at James Marriott. Um, I am also talking, uh, you know, probably a 50-50 combination of beer and Mm. football, which probably kind of sums up my sad existence really you know 50 50 <laughs> mix of football and beer um if you want to get hold of the podcast drops a tweet at twwcast um, you can find out all our other details and listen to past episodes of the podcast on our website which is the and we'll speak to you soon <laughs>